you have reached the voice mailbox of Game Thing Season 5 Code. You have 21 new messages. Thursday, the 25th of May at 10:22 a.m. This is David Jonathan Walensky uh, calling the Game Thing to leave a message for Pippin Bar. Pippin, I've tried calling at different times. I've tried paging you. I've tried sending you a note. I've sent you a fax. Even had the operator try you. I just can't seem to um, connect. So I hope you hear this message. I hope you're going well. I hope you're doing well. Thursday morning, we are rounding the bend towards the end of something I set in motion here, our season on games exploring coding and computational thinking. This is my last pick before I peace out and we peace out and we move on with our lives. I'm picking elseheart.break, open parentheses, close parentheses. Maybe that dot is pronounced period or not at all. Um, it's a quote, reimagination of the adventure game, a fantastic story set in a fully dynamic and interactive world. Isn't the way we talk about video games, <laughs> isn't it so opaque? Uh, don't I have a fully dynamic and interactive world at home? The game is developed by Eric Svedding. Hope I'm pronouncing that first name right. El Huervo slash Niklas Ackerblad, Tobias Schorgren, Oscar Ratvader Raidelius, Johannes Gottlien, and published by Eric Svedang AB in 2015. Again, hope I'm pronouncing Eric correct there. As the name suggests, uh, you have the ability to play this game in Swedish or English. As is usual with these sorts of choices, I'm going to go with the native choice. Maybe it'll help me code better. It'll probably be to my detriment, but as most of what I've read about this game is, it suggests that it's going to be apparently intentionally obtuse. Not with the coding, but in general just what you ought to be doing between all the coding and figuring out what to code where. Um, people say even the map in getting around in this game is not helpful or it's very hard to decipher. Maybe that's intentional. Maybe uh, we'll be occupying, occupying a world and character where all that makes sense to them is code. So the description for the game is as follows. Instead of rigid puzzles, you will learn, parentheses, with the help from the other characters in the game, how the reality of the game can be changed through programming and how any problem can be solved in whatever way you find suitable. It continues to read, Sebastian has just landed his first job in the distant city of Dorisburg. He moves there to start his adult life and figure out who he really wants to be. Among a strange collection of people, hackers, and activists, he finds some true friends, perhaps even love. But can they stop the terrible deeds of the people ruling the city, and who will get their heart broken in the end? Um, there's a whole host of bullet points here, but the ones that feel germane, no previous hacking skills required. Um, so it's a laid-back experience where you can just go to the cafe and have a coffee whenever things get too hectic. Hey, I have coffee at home. I'm drinking some now. Um, this time out, rather than falling into the obvious low-hanging fruit of, hey, David, how are you getting on with the coding? Maybe we can, or I will... Try to pay particular attention to if this is a game where you hack the universe. What kind of universe is it? And if this is a game with a greater measure of story than we've really encountered all season, 
Um, the game says it boasts a, quote, meticulously simulated city with people that feel truly alive. I'll be wondering, how is the code an expression of that life? <sighs> okay. Okay. Call me back, Pippin. This has been David. Have a good one. Bye. Thursday, the 25th of May, at 11.51 a.m. Hey, David. Good morning. Uh, let's play, quote, a game about friendship, love, and technology in a place where bits have replaced atoms, end quote. And let's hope we don't have to deal with the bits directly because they will be very difficult to program in. Um, and I think you gave us a great rundown of the origin and basic concept of the game. We're a guy in a town just trying to drink some coffee and powerfully hack the universe itself uh, for the good guys. And so the thing that struck me in investigating <laughs> the Steam page uh, was the title. And you're right, I think, to pronounce the dot as a dot and not a period. I feel like when people read code out like that, they call that thing dot. And obviously there's an interesting thing going on here where the title of the game is being presented as a as an alternative to something else. We don't know what the other thing is. Else heartbreak is what happens if the first part of the, the if statement doesn't, uh, doesn't execute. And other things we can tell here, well, the heart in this case, because we've got that heart dot break, what it's saying is that the heart is an object in the notional program, I guess maybe the program that is the game. And the dot is telling us that break is one of the things the heart can do. So the heart can break, uh, but expressed in code instead of in whatever, Shakespearean poetry. So else heart dot break, the consequences of something uh, that we don't know. And I really ended up nerding out. I was like, ah, oh, it's weird to me that heart and break are both capitalized like that. It's not how I write. Um, it's not how I write variable names or function names in JavaScript, but it turns out that this is uh, fairly standard for the .NET framework. Uh, it's also fairly standard in Unity uh, to do things this way, um, certainly for function names or method names. So maybe this game is made in Unity. I don't know if it's, um, it's too old for that, but that's a possibility. And one thing that you don't do in any programming language I've seen is capitalize the else. The E is always little uh, in in else. And so it's pretty weird how on the Steam page, else is capitalized everywhere um, in all of the official places. And it looks like maybe the reason is that it's kind of code fighting code. I think that possibly the underlying Steam uh, code for naming your game requires you to have a capitalized game name or maybe makes it very difficult not to. Uh, because if you look at the little image on the Steam page at the top right, uh, the title of the game does appear to be else lowercase heart dot break open parenthesis close parenthesis. I don't know if you mean to. You don't normally say those things. Um, the parentheses unless you're teaching somebody programming and leaning over their shoulder uh, trying to tell them what to do. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to to diving into this one. I like your thought of thinking about. You know, what the, the ability to hack the universe is about the, un, the nature of the universe. It also sounds like quite a cozy game, so it might be more like what the ability to hack the community says about the community. Uh, smaller scale, 
hacking coffee mugs and coffee machines. Obviously a little bit like um, <laughs> that game whose name I've uh, totally forgotten right now. Oh, One Dreamer, right? I was going to say tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see where that leads us. I'm yeah. I'm similarly interested in just how the code feels. I guess is it going to be cozy? Is it going to be combative? Is it going to be cool? Uh, looking forward. Bye. Thursday, the twenty fifth of May at five thirty nine p.m. Sup, PD. It's DW. Played about an hour of Else Heartbreak, and boy, are you in for a treat. The once you get past the title, everything that's ahead is a weird, moist, dense, chewy, vexing bit of tiramisu. Uh, and should say up front, nothing in this message will discuss coding, because I have not had the opportunity to code in the game yet after about an hour of play. Most I can mention about coding is thanking the developers for sending us a code to play it. And what to say. So you play as Sebastian, as we mentioned, the young man who gets the, uh, his first job job, moves to this faraway city, I guess, to figure out who he really wants to be. The whole game is setting up this world of that. Me playing, as I know you are, it's trying to figure out when do we get to code? And uh, we don't, is the answer yet. And it's weird to play a game like this, trying to do that through that lens, because I really have like projected all this importance onto the two terminals I've seen so far. One <laughs> uh, measures local humidity, water humidity, I think, in the area. Another one randomly generates movie titles. Neither of those seem particularly significant so far. So I'm just jonesing for anything to do with a computer in this game so far. Uh, which also means just like ravenously scooping up floppy disks as I see them. Um, other than that, there's like a weird moment to talk about. Time in this game works very weird also. You start off at the dinner table, the phone rings. It's a few sentences. You get this job offer from Wellspring Soda to be a soda salesman and in world it takes like 45 minutes for a few sentences to be exchanged and I go to bed wake up in a boat which is weird then I manage to make my way to the hotel which even without the map is uh vexing and janky in a way I appreciate but it's a bit overwhelming to navigate um and then I make it up to my room and the room is a bathroom. It's like a small, ramshackle, uh, disgusting area with a room leading to a bathroom. And I exit the room, and it spits me out down the hall. And I'm like, is that right? That's supposed to happen? That's not where I came in. So I did a few times, and now it's like 3 a.m. in the game. And I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm stuck. I think I screwed something up. I don't know what's going on. So you go down and talk to reception. You now have the option to complain. You're like, hey, excuse me, ma'am. This room that costs $500 is uh, it's a bathroom. And she's like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Yeah, sometimes we have technical issues. 
around here like that. And so she summons some maintenance guy or someone who eventually, after some wait, shows up, does some magic resmataz on your door, and uh, suddenly your room's your room again. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe, uh, maybe he's doing some coding. Maybe he's the guy to talk to, but he disappears. Um, other than that, just, it's a very weird game. Uh, I ran into a man who was angry at me because I didn't have a beer for him. I ran into a glowing lady who ducked into a shoe store. Then the clerk at the shoe store was trying to gaslight me. She said, no, no one came in here. And she tried to sell me a $1,000 pair of sneakers. She wanted to bum a smoke off me. I gave her a smoke. Then she exited in the middle of trying to sell me a $1,000 pair of shoes. Uh, went into a cafe. And this guy wanted to file some paperwork for me because I was trespassing, apparently. And then he insisted I move away from the door because I was blocking his pathfinding. Then I managed to make it to the cafe the real cafe where the guy who hired me uh, wants to talk to talk about my job. So, uh, I don't know what's going on, but this is what the first hour is like. Friday, the 26th of May, at 4.23 p.m. Hey, David. I, too, have this Pippin uh, slash Sebastian. I've been engaging in the kind of low-key hijinks, I guess, of Else Heartbreak. Uh, made a friend at uh, Bar Yvonne, and where we went to Club Dot out by the mines, where I've been dancing the night away. Uh, spent quite a lot of time walking into people's kitchens without them complaining, which is oddly refreshing. Uh, and also ran into that intrigue in the shoe shop, uh, which seems like a big deal. Um, I kept quizzing the woman who worked there about it until she refused to talk to me anymore. Uh, all connected with someone called Pixie, who I am trying to befriend. Maybe that's where they keep the code, because there is none in sight yet. Uh, although, as you said, there are the trappings, uh, particularly all of these floppies that you find just lying around, um, and therefore the expectation of a computer, you could at some point put them in to see see what the data is. A lot of them are called digital trash. <laughs> I'm not sure. I don't know what that means. It makes me want to see them more somehow. Um, I also found a floppy in the hallway of the hotel that the manager demanded I give back, and I, <laughs> I meekly did so. I probably should have kept it. Uh, or not. I don't know. Maybe it's good to be good. Uh, and that's the thing about the game in general. It's, um, it's very ambiguous. You don't really have a sense of whether you're doing the right thing or of whether, whether or how you're kind of impacting on the world around you, uh, but in a really relaxing way. Uh, so I feel it feels pretty swimmy, but I also feel authentically like a person who just moved to a new city um, and isn't in a big hurry to get anything done, uh, because money doesn't seem to be an issue. If you want a coffee, you can either pay for one or just go and find one since they're just sitting around. Same goes for beer, same goes for cigarettes, all of the, the key elements of a healthy lifestyle. doesn't appear that you need to eat uh, or anything. No consequences. And as such, a kind of relaxed molasses feeling to a world that is pretty weird. 
Um, so yeah, looks like we're going to have to chill out and make some friends uh, before we get to freak out at any computer consoles. Let the chilling continue. See you, man. Saturday, the 27th of May, at 12.52 p.m. Hey, Pippin, it's David, a.k.a. Sebastian. Um, just struck midnight here, uh, my second day in this game, and I haven't quite gotten to coding yet, but I do want to change or reflect on all the times you and I have said weird so far, as we're still scratching the surface. Um... I feel like it's delightfully strange. Uh, still collecting floppies. I um, made it to a room in the game in the middle of the night. Floppy data reader. Just want to read to you what it says on screen. Data on floppy. I'll keep picking up all this digital trash like you. It says, it's like a human but smaller with a high-pitched voice. If you have seen them... Where have they gone? So, I'm trying to figure out if this is a game a bit like an Ultima Online or some sort of facsimile of an MMO where there's stuff under the hood in everyone's routine here where maybe sooner or later with code you start to mess with stuff. There's just a lot of mysteries and... Obviously, it's a little strange that the biggest mystery of all is, for a game about coding, when do we get to start to code? Um, I met a gardener who told me they have a job where they have to use a modifier to alter seeds. So, I think it's around the corner here a little bit, but I'm still not quite sure. And I'm not quite sure about anything, but I keep poking around and maybe heartbreak looms. Alright, bye. Saturday, the 27th of May, at 10.50 p.m. Monday, the 29th of May, at 10.32 a.m. Hey, David. It is Monday, and... <laughs> I'm not coding yet either, but I feel close to, um, in particular, I feel close to some of the intrigue in the game and some of the kind of political angle that it has uh, in terms of slowly worming my way into um, a kind of collective of hackers very gradually. One of the things I love about this game is how slow everything is, how you kind of can't just rush through objectives uh, and short-circuit things. You have to actually make friends with people. They get annoyed if you keep badgering them about your quest to become a programmer. Uh, but that said, I found, um, found a guy who said he would teach me programming if I had a modifier, uh, which seems to be the, the, the kind of computer that you get to use at some point. And he gave me a couple of leads on where to find a modifier or purchase one. I don't have much money, so I don't know how that's going to go. Um, so I'm hoping to have one in my hands soon and to begin my, my odyssey. But I'm also pretty happy just going to house parties, drinking a couple of beers and, and dancing with the, uh, the woman I apparently pine for, Pixie. 
um, sadly taken by a guy called Ivan, who is, as far as I can tell, a bit of a dick. Uh, we'll see where that goes as well. Um, reporting back later, hopefully, once I've learned how to code. Bye-bye. Monday, the 29th of May, at 1.49 p.m. Hey, Pippin, happy Monday. Uh, last week you had a holiday. Today's holiday here in the U.S., but I'm a freelancer. Holidays don't exist. And I also, <laughs> not yet coding, and else heartbreak. And I realize what a silly, daunting thing it's going to be, because even when we get to code, guess what? I don't know how to code. Um, and based on everything I've seen so far, I don't think this game actually bothers to teach you. So this is not a what you see is what you get thing. Maybe it is. That's a type of computer reference, too. It's also a make of this what you will, you're on your own. Um, which I know you and I really appreciate in games, but I don't think we're, we're we're typical in that regard. But together, we make a great pair, don't you think? So I've played about 4.3 hours, Steam tells me, of this game. I think it averages about an hour a day. Uh, and I've had a lot of twists and turns. It is exactly as you say. It takes a while to ingratiate yourself to folks here. Uh, and this is a world that doesn't really seem to care about your ability to sell soda, and other people don't seem to care so far um, about your intention to do some coding. But I notice there are clues here or there um, that point that way. And I, I could tell you my theory for where I'm going to go next in the next day, and that will take me into the fifth day in this game that I think is going to for sure clinch it. But it's as you say. Intrigue is is everywhere. I got hit over the head. I thought my character, I thought Sebastian just fell asleep because he had just simply been awake for far too long. But no, I was somewhere where I shouldn't be, had no reason to be, and uh, had nothing to actually do there, but I was curious. That stuff does not fly here. Um... And yeah, some twists and turns. I have actually synced up with someone at Wellspring Soda, but then there was this funny thing where I couldn't actually prove I was who I said I was because I have no ID. Uh, but I've been pushed to the edge so many times of thinking, much like in the hotel room earlier on, I missed something, I screwed up, I don't know if I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. And that's like life, right? Like you just keep going and you see and maybe it'll make sense. Um, I wanted to read one of the digital trash um, messages. Um, I'm seeing a ton of computers now, and every now and then there seem to be nuggets that are not so subtle hints for you as the player. Um, sometimes not, sometimes they're just flavor, but this is from a disc. It says, um, there are a few things in life to think about. Um, be curious, poke your nose around in various things, and also perhaps where it shouldn't be. It's not a bad thing, necessarily. It's just that old people seem to forget the importance of these things. You don't have to always sleep in your own bed. Sometimes you can find a derelict bed when you're out and about in the most peculiar places. And don't be afraid to take a nap. Good advice. Not coding yet, though. Bye. Tuesday, the 30th of May, at 10.47 a.m. Hey, good morning, David. Uh, Tuesday now, and... 
Having spent days in else heartbreak wandering the streets uh, like a backpacker trying to get used to a place that they're going to stay in for a while, uh, smelling terrible, <laughs> sleepless, drinking and partying at night and uh, trying to get some rest in the wee hours of the morning, um, it's a weird game, right? Like there's a... It's just a kind of a new kid in town simulator where you can have friends and chill out with them. Everybody's there very relaxed. Nobody wants you to, to freak out and get all earnest and uh, urgent uh, like a gamer would. Uh, but I did finally, finally get hold of a modifier, uh, which is the computer you can use to hack many, many of the objects in the game. Uh, I was trying to get it from a guy called Gunnar. Um, I'd been given a clue to that by this guy called Felix, who I met in the basement of the shoe store. Spoiler, spoiler, spoiler. Uh, but I could never find Gunnar's house. It was meant to be pink with a gold roof. I searched and searched. It was meant to be near the radio station, which I had been to one time. That's where I got tasered by a guy in a suit. <laughs> uh, but I just, could, I just couldn't get back there. So, so very much so that I wondered whether the game had restructured itself and that just didn't exist anymore. Uh, but then I was talking to the bouncer outside uh, Bar Yvonne, and he said um, that the gardener in the garden uh, was often using a modifier, and I could go talk to him about it if I was interested. And that turned out to be the lead that I needed, because I walked away from the bouncer just as the gardener was walking out of the gardens with his modifier. Uh, chatted to him. And then, of all things, he was just like, yeah, I've got a spare modifier in the shed. Jump in. I'll give it to you. And away I've gone since then uh, with my borrowed modifier. I really like the way um, that it maybe speaks to ideas of open source and a community of computer users who want other people to, to enjoy and experience the power of programming. Uh, the way that this, this Gardner dude just gives you his modifier and offers to give you programming lessons. Um, the janitor at the hotel also offers to give you programming lessons. Uh, there are manual discs uh, scattered around the area as well. Uh, so it's suddenly you're in this position of you have this frankly miraculous power, which we can talk about as we go along uh, in terms of what you can do. Uh, and everybody wants to, to help you to use it. Uh, the main thing that you're kind of, I suppose, meant to use it for is to join the the hacker squad in the shoe store basement. Uh, but you don't have to. You can just like kind of poke around at the code of the universe. Um, you know, pass the test, unlock a door, make conditional coffee, win the fish war, stuff like that. See you, David. Tuesday, the 30th of May at 6.35 p.m. Man, made it to the promised land. And I have not. Um, past six days in the game. Uh, had something in my notes that feels like it's getting close. Something's here. Not quite connecting. Um, man in town, apropos of nothing, told me, Hey, you should meet my friend Elsa. She lives in the northernmost tip of town. Uh, which sounds like a helpful direction um, and clue, but you know it isn't, because you've also been playing. So a couple things come to mind. Um, one is that 
I'm obviously hoping to catch up, and I think I might. Um, so feel free to spoil the wonders of the universe. Um, don't hold back on spoilers. I'm just obviously... Of the two of us, it makes more sense for you to stumble upon the coding first and to talk about it in greater length than, than me. Um, but other than that, it is this thing of like, it is handing you the keys to the universe, but it's also, despite all its obtuseness, you know, I think it's that age old video game thing where people say, oh, you know, you just got to hang with it for 15 hours and then really starts to get going. Um, I think it's in part that, but I think it's also more, if we're talking specifically about code, it's about how my interpretation anyway, like code is not just for the casual observer. Like maybe, and I'm betting it is true, you and I both may have just missed some very obvious clues. Um, I feel like this person I met, Elsa, because of the name of the game is significant. She's also the only one I've met so far who's hacking, too busy to talk to me. Um, it was reasonably friendly. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. I think in a way, in addition to it being a new kid in town simulator, this is a accurate depiction of how hard it is to infiltrate a clandestine group. And also maybe it's a lesson about how you know, maybe the world doesn't need another soda salesman. <laughs> uh, I managed to sell one can of soda so far, I should say. They cost $5. I only got two, so I was uh, in the red. But here's hoping I'll be in the code soon. All right, bye, Pippin. Wednesday, the 31st of May at 2.05 a.m. Hey Pippin's David, sorry to be calling so late, just a quick important update that I've got a modifier now and I can hack stuff now. Wednesday, the 31st of May at 11.37am. Hey, uh, welcome to the club, and I don't just mean club dot out by the minds, I mean the club of people who can hack the world. Um, wasn't that something that showed up somewhere in some other game? Maybe Hacknet, Hack the World? Very literal uh, in Else Heartbreak. And I guess that means we can talk about, <laughs> we can talk about code in this, uh, in this attempt to explore code in video games. We have, we've made it. And I'm curious about how you're finding it. Uh, I think it's presented very differently from the other games that we've played uh, obviously, in terms of how difficult it was to even get here, but uh, as I mentioned, kind of the eagerness, I think, of the game to to try and help out and to make code seem kind of inviting and learnable. People in the world literally happy to teach you the ropes a bit, manuals available. Um, I hope you're getting lessons from somebody. I thought that the uh, hotel janitor was very helpful um, just to get my initial groundings in it. Um, so the language is called Sprack, and it's very familiar to me. Um, I suppose it's a little bit like Python, maybe. Um, but certainly I was able to jump right in it. The concepts involved are things like variables, uh, conditionals, you know, the if statements, uh, loops, uh, object-oriented programming, things like that that I've been doing 
uh, for many years, so I didn't need a, a bunch of tutorializing from the game. Uh, but the thing I have been interested in and exploring is sort of what's available on top of that layer of logic, uh, which is to say what are the kinds of um, methods or functions that you can call that do stuff in the world. Um, and so the basic process, um, just that we're on the same page and that I know that you know how to hack, uh, is that you have the modifier and therefore you can approach many objects in the world and choose to hack them, uh, which brings up a display of their source code. Uh, literally, which you can then edit to your heart's content, in in including getting it wrong and breaking the object, and then compile the object and it will behave in the new way that you've specified. So uh, while working with the janitor, I turned a mysterious cube with a button onto it, on it into an incredibly bright torch by misinterpreting uh, the values involved uh, for illumination and setting of colors. Uh, and I also made the most powerful coffee in the world uh, by setting its uh, sleep sleepiness factor to negative twenty thousand. Didn't work as well as I expected, but um, you know, there's, there's sort of that that layer and spirit of things. Um, and then there's you know the clandestine uh, operation at the lodge, and one of the big beats of the story is you get the modifier, and then you need to sit their exam uh, in order to join the posse. Have you joined the posse? Have you taken the test? I have taken and passed the test with flying colors. Let's discuss. See ya. Wednesday, the 31st of May at 2.38 p.m. Wednesday, the 31st of May at 6.07 p.m. Hey, Pippin, it's David, hacker extraordinaire, sort of, training wheels on, but I feel like with Else Heartbreak, maybe you would agree or have some other thoughts on this characterization. I feel like because the path to getting here was so arduous versus in other um, games exploring coding that we've played, I feel like the leap was the biggest here into, if, not if if not what it's asking of you, the leap to the knowledge it's maybe expecting you to have originally from the word go, it's very pronounced, but I somehow have found it the easiest to hang with. So, uh, although the personal navigation of getting there, of like taking the test, joining this collective, I don't even know if I know their name, I just sort of knew through so, so much wallflower bumping around town, being new in town. I knew where to go. I couldn't seem to make the interpersonal dynamics work in the correct way, but because I had this modifier and I knew where to go, even though I didn't really pass the smell test, I was able to talk myself into taking this test, which I then... Um, I think it took me about seven minutes per each trial to quote-unquote knock out, which I think I largely owe a debt to my only programming experience, knowing HTML of having any sense of what to do. But also in the game, I haven't had an in-person mentor. I never found this janitor, unless that's the person who fixes your door initially. Um, I never saw them again. I've actually been able to pick up the basics of how to code based on the challenges in the trial. I was able to do the first one 
um, which had you ping pong across a couple of different monitors. I was able to, through context clues, pick it up, pass, and then go to the second clue or the second trial, go back to the first trial, pick up what I was supposed to do, uh, which I don't say as like patting myself on the back for how <laughs> quickly I picked it up, but there's something about the way they lay it out and how you can pick it up that I witnessed in real time happening, not once, not twice, but thrice. Um, and I also got a kick out of, I was waiting to hear, okay, how did you hack your coffee? You did 20,000 negative. I did minus 500 and thought I was being ridiculous. Um, but I'm also 20K in the hole to Wellspring because the first time I reported my sales, I said that I was, uh, I thought I could make a lot of money this way. I said, oh yeah, I've sold $20,000 <laughs> worth of soda only to find, uh, my account went very deep into the negative. So I don't know. I'm making my way. I don't know where it's all heading, but I am coding. I can't confirm. Please like and subscribe. Bye. Wednesday, the 31st of May at 9.46 p.m. Hey, David, quick check-in uh, before I check out for the night after what was a long uh, 30 degrees centigrade day in Montreal. Um, good aerobic weather. Uh, played a whole bunch of Else Heartbreak uh, today, mostly focused on the first mission that you get assigned by... Yeah, whatever they're called. I've been calling them the Lodge. Uh, but that's really just the place that they uh, operate out of. Um, and I won't, uh, I won't discuss in much depth what I did because I guess you'll be, you'll be in on that yourself. Uh, but we'll say it was sort of an infiltration, uh, situation, getting into, uh, a building, finding some floppies of interest, getting out again. Uh, and there are some twists and turns in there and some cool programming that you get to do. Uh, but the thing uh, that is resonating with me as I as I lie here, sadly, on my sofa afterwards, is, uh, I think, a continuation of the affect of a lot of the characters in this game, and maybe especially Pixie uh, and the other kind of hackers that are part of the Lodge, which is this kind of consistently easygoing, everything's chill, hey man, how's it going, uh, that's great, it's good to see you, yeah, I'll catch you at the party, uh, kind of vibe, uh, but it's sort of about everything, so I obtained these files at, I presumably, you know, sort of risk to my my life, uh, getting arrested or something, <laughs> and I handed them over to Pix, and she was like, oh, cool, Seb, thanks, that's great, hey, did you know Petra's having a party tonight, you're going to be there? And on the one hand, I was like, oh, well, that's really cool that we're, you know, we're hanging out. Um, and on the other hand, I was like, hey, I gave you those floppies. Aren't you impressed? Like, don't you want to just want to congratulate me and uh, and and care what's on them <laughs> more than anything else? So I don't know. I think that that. Um, yeah, that tone that the game has is really funny. Uh, the more, I guess, serious the stuff that our Sebastian has to get up to. But you can get up to some really, uh, really neat stuff with the programming. I'm, I'm keen to discuss, I guess, some of the more kind of tricksy things. Uh, you know, I, I think some of the feats performed even in the entry test are kind of cool, but I, I see the potential to do all kinds of odd stuff. I've been thinking about making a new door to my apartment. Uh, for instance, somewhere more convenient in the city. <laughs> Nightman.
that's a that's a that's a funny ride. Don't modify anything. I wouldn't. Thursday, the first of June at twelve thirty-one p.m. Well, that checks out. It's a it's a great chill life if you don't weaken, right? That's full on display here. Um, I personally am particularly keen to kind of disregard <laughs> the, what the game is telling me to do. Uh, maybe this is a little bit of the tricksy thing you're doing or mentioning. Um, now that I'm in the club, such as it is, um, you know, earlier I was brutalized at the radio station, tased or hit over the head, um, looking for a red bag for someone I barely know or knew, and I want to go and do that immediately, uh, rather than what they're telling me I ought to be doing. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, I, I want to circle back to the question I wanted to get into at the outset of this, which is just based on how, you know, because of how the game is paced, it's something we can only get into now. This <laughs> time is starting to run out. So there's all this intrigue and techno heist stuff going on, but um, I ask because I think you're a little bit ahead of me, maybe just by a day or play session or two ahead, but you know, as an expression of like the people and the code and what it's for, like, do you get a sense of the stuff we're doing in terms of the cohort? Is it entry level? Is this all stuff they could be doing themselves, or are you doing as I'm doing and absconding to just sort of poke and play and prod because ultimately at the end of the day our, our Sebastians are the same even if the paths we took are different are you doing what I'm doing or what are you doing bye Thursday the 1st of June at 1.41pm hey David um, yeah I think that the code that we're being asked to write is pretty basic uh, stuff you know, along the lines of, um, as per the entry test, if the person drinking this coffee is pixie, make her attractive. Otherwise, make the drinking person smell terrible. Ha 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 ha. <laughs> it's got that kind of sophomoric thing running through it, which is um, surprisingly charming. Um, so I'm yet to see code in the world, though, that's not relatively simple. Like, if you walk up to things and hack them, usually the code that they're running is between one line and ten lines long and pretty legible. So it's not the case that there's lots of really complicated code out there and we're being given training wheels. Uh, it seems like most of the code is simple, um, although much of the complexity is being hidden in all of these functions that we don't actually get to see the definition of, whether it's the function for making somebody sleepy or the function for making a door go from one place to another. We call the functions, but we don't see how they work. Uh, so, yeah, like much of the game, there's this funny balance of... <laughs> The code being powerful and chilled out at the same time. Uh, for me, my greatest victory so far has been managing to steal floppy disks from a factory uh, by first finding out the code name of the uh, hacking organization's uh, secret room and then hacking a trash can in the factory so that I could drop floppies into it and have them teleported to the hideout uh, and then removing that line of code from the trash can to make sure I was not detected. Espionage. Uh, and it worked. When I got back to the hideout, all of the discs that I had thrown in the trash in the factory were there in the room. Um, and it's a shame nobody cared because I thought it was pretty cool. 
What is your neatest coding creation? What does it tell us about this world of ours uh, that we're not in for much longer? Bye. Thursday, the 1st of June at 3.24 p.m. Pitman, David, I don't have too many hacking escapades I can share with you. Maybe I'm out there just seeing about how I can hack stuff to tweak interpersonal dynamics. I'm not sure if uh, my maximum charisma coffee is having any effect. Maybe 500 is too high. Maybe 20,000 is too high. Maybe no human can register <laughs> the things we're trying to bend to our will. But I can tell you, I'm, I'm curious about um, what might be possible here, ways that you can sort of affect the physical world Sebastian walks around in. Um, I don't know. But I, I have these other questions, too. Like, with so much incredible power now at our hands, I'm curious... You know, where's where's the snapback or where's the tension here of like actually limiting our abilities so that this is not basically just God mode? I mean, obviously our time with EHB is ending, but I wonder if in a way is the game over? I mean, obviously it isn't, but I think like in a way there is some truth to that. Um, it's just it's so profoundly different from all of the other coding games we've been checking out because it, it hides the code. Um, other than other than getting the ability to code, a lot of what's captured my attention so far, as I gotta say, um, the other night I was playing, and there's these spaces where you walk around inside of a house, but it's not a house. It's, you're walking on rays of light that are usually rainbow flecked, and it says a lot about the game. Where it's like, oh, um, that's not even the weirdest thing that's going on here. Friday, the second of June at. 12.02 a.m. Friday, the 2nd of June, at 11.06 a.m. Hey, D-Man. I guess this is the last message I'm going to be able to squeeze onto this tape. And I don't have anything profound to say, except that I think that else heartbreak probably more than the other games we've played this season, is all about how code isn't imaginary and it's not kind of passive and trapped in a code editor. It touches the world and changes the world. Uh, it hacks the world. Uh, and it's never been so clear as in this game. Um, but you know, the one thing that you can't hack in this game is yourself. You cannot hack the human heart. See you on the other side. Bye, buddy. Friday, the 2nd of June, at 12.28 p.m. Hey, Pippin, David. Just calling you back with um, my final thoughts on Else Heartbreak as time is tick, 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 ticking away. And obviously we've only barely begun to scratch the surface of the game, what's open ahead of us, um, with coding, what, what you know, what's just generally the range of possibilities, um, whose heart is breaking, <laughs> and why? Uh, who's giving the ultimatum for the heartbreaking? Can we do something to prevent it? Um, so instead, I'm going to read something written by an old colleague of mine, Chris Priestman at Killscreen Magazine, who wrote in 2015: the big question is, how far can you go? Can I hack myself to a better job? 
Can I hack someone to fall in love with me? Can I hack myself? Um, as you said, the answer is no. And I think maybe in a way, ultimately, that's not what the game is about. It's about just chilling, drinking coffee, sitting in a chair, and just watching the time pass by. So time has passed us by, and bye-bye. End of messages. Thank you for calling GameFing. For more information, please hang up and dial GameFing.life. Goodbye.